Now on Sports Talk, it's SC Wild with Major Billy Downer of the Department of Natural Resources. Major Downer is here to take your questions about the great outdoors in South Carolina. Give him a call at 888-898-2525. It's SC Wild from DNR on the Sports Talk Radio Network. Wednesday night here on Sports Talk. And it's time to welcome back to the program for another edition of S.E. Wild from the Department of Natural Resources. Major Billy Downer is joining us, and he's got a couple of special guests coming his way as they discuss a very important topic, a very important law that's made its way through the legislature. So, Major, welcome in, sir. It's great to have you with us once again. I'll let you take it from here. Always good to be here, Phil. Um, Absolutely. what a great week it's been weather-wise, just getting really um, really warm and uh, looking forward to you know, <laughs> It makes us think about what we're going to talk about tonight. When it gets warm like this, it makes you want to get out in the boat. Mm. Um, and I, I had a friend we've been talking about going on the boat this weekend. So uh, it, certainly, you know, warm weather brings with it the interest of boating again. Uh, and we have a boating bill going through the – legislature right now involving boating safety we want to talk about that tonight um bring on a, a couple of guests that uh this is very near and dear to their heart uh but uh basically we have a boating safety bill going through right now uh that would change the way boating safety is determined uh as far as what is required in our state doesn't change it for folks that are my age or, or even uh really anybody that's it's 16 or older right now it, it, it does change the future as we see boating. But um, before we get into that, let me let's welcome in Morgan Kaiser and her mom uh, to the show tonight. I know they're waiting on us, so uh, let me know when she's on. So, Sean, you on here too? Yeah, I'm on here. All right. Thanks for being on tonight. Um, we're going to talk about the boating bill. Uh, Morgan, I'll let you kind of lead off a little bit. Um, we're a state that has 360,000 boats registered. That number's gone up and down over the years, and uh, with just our new accounting system now, it's over 360,000, and that's an increase of over 20,000 just from last year alone. I think we're still seeing some of the effects of COVID, post-COVID, where folks are wanting to go out and buy a boat and get outdoors. And that doesn't include the thousands of canoes, kayaks, and paddle boards that are used on our bodies of water across the state that aren't registered. So that's just registered boats. Um, a couple more facts. You know, last year we had 201 boating accidents, and of those 201, 21 were fatalities. Um, just a couple facts there. You know, when you talk about the three primary causes of accidents, we're looking at failure to maintain a proper lookout leads the way, operator inattention, and then operator inexperience. Um, so with that said, Morgan, go ahead. Let's just talk about the Senate bill. Let's talk about that for a minute. I'll let you introduce it. Um, yeah, we're trying to get S-96 passed through the House right now. It went through Senate with a vote of 43 to nobody opposing it, and now it's in the Judiciary Committee. And back to your statistics, I think if I did my math correctly, um, when I was looking at the boat crashes from the past two years, there's when there are crashes, ten um, percent of the are the crashes lead are the. I'm so sorry. I'm about ten percent of those crashes result. About ten percent of those crashes result in a death, 
and 36% of those crashes result in injury. Absolutely. Solid numbers, I think. Yeah. So by averages, that's correct. And that is something that your family, unfortunately, knows all too well. Um, Morgan, I want you to tell, a lot of people are familiar with your story, but since we've got you back on tonight, if you take a brief moment, let's talk about um, how your family's been impacted by boating um, tragedy in this state. Yeah, um, three years ago, I was on the boat with my parents, and we were run over by another boat, and my father was killed in front of me, um, and my mother lost her leg. I had to take my dress off and tie it around her leg as a tourniquet so she wouldn't bleed out. And I tried to save my father, but I couldn't because boats are, they cause horrible damage to bodies. It's terrible. We really need this bill passed. So let's talk about what the S-97 actually is. What does it do um, as far as what does so, it change in our boating laws? I'll let you kind of tell it from, a, from your perspective, and I'll weigh in. So S-96, it's a slow-burning bill, and it would require that anybody born on or after July 1st, 2007 has to have boating safety education, which I think is a common-sense bill. Um, people are out there on the waterways. We don't have stop signs on the waterways. We don't have anything that kind of tells you what you're doing. So having this education beforehand is a good idea. You have all of those things on the roadways with cars, so you can kind of drive based on what you see, you know, red lights, green lights, stop signs. But on the waterways, you don't have that. And boats are giant vessels with propellers that slice through bodies, and it's just devastating. Not to mention drowning. You know, if you fly out of a boat, if you fly out of a car, you could still breathe oxygen. I and mean, you're hurt and you get rescued and it's terrible. But if you fly out of a boat, you're going to drown. Absolutely. So the main point of this bill for folks that may not understand is, you know, back in 2000, we passed the Boating Safety Act, which made it required anyone under the age of 16 who wanted to operate a vessel of 50 horsepower or greater um, it made it where they had uh, to have some type of boater education uh, approved by our department before they could operate a vessel. So what this bill does is now change it. It would change it to where anyone born after June 30th, 2007, which basically they weren't 16 when this bill passes in July 1, but became effect, they would have to take voter education from here on out. It doesn't change somebody that's age 20. It doesn't change anybody that's age 30, 40, 50, 60. It doesn't change what they have to have. But what it does do is over time, the years to come, we believe it would make our boating uh, population much safer because they'd be more knowledgeable and have at least a baseline, which is what Morgan's talking about, a baseline of boating safety knowledge. The rules of the road. Phil, you and I have talked about a lot on the show mm -hmm. that the water doesn't have, like she said, it doesn't have a yellow and white line. We don't have any of that. It's just open water. Everybody takes off. Uh, and unfortunately, a lot of people, as you saw, I talk about the three primary causes of accidents. You know, there's so many people in the water. Failure to maintain a proper lookout can be devastating. That means you're not paying attention to what's going on when you're in charge of that vessel. 
The second thing being operator inattention. Again, it's kind of related, but it just means, you know, you get lulled. We talk about the lake effect. When folks are out there, it's hot. Engine noise, all those things, you hear that. Engine noise in the background, the hot, the sun, and those things affect you, and it kind of dulls your senses. And and then you get, you know, you start talking to somebody to the left of you in the boat, to the right of you in the boat. You're not paying attention to what's out in front of you. And when there's so many boats that we have on the water, like on Lake Murray, that can be a tragedy waiting to happen because, you know, one boat goes in front of you, you don't see it, and you hit them, there's an accident. And then the last one's operator inexperience is one of our top three primary causes. I can tell you as an officer, when I first began 25 years ago, I can't tell you the number of people I stopped in a boat. And, in fact, one time, I've told the story over and over, I went to stop a boat just to talk to them, you know, to check safety equipment. And I pulled up beside them, and they were an older couple, and they were looking at me. They smiled. said, how are you doing? I said, fine. I said, can you please put your boat um, in neutral for a minute so I can check your safety equipment? And the man looked at me and said, how do I do that? No. <laughs> I mean, how do I do that? He didn't even know how to slow the boat down. But to put it in neutral, but, you know, uh, and there's nothing wrong with boating. We want to, we, we love people to go out in the water and enjoy it, but you need to have some, some basic knowledge of boating safety. You know, when we drive a car on the road, you know that you've got to go take driver education or you've got to take a test uh, to be able to drive on the road. Um, this isn't going to be like a license, but in effect, it does start at least a baseline of knowledge. I keep saying that because I think that's so important. Because there's so many things on the floor people don't think about, at least if they've heard it once. Is that going to always stop everything? No, we need this as driver ed. But at least if you've heard it once, we hope that something sticks. It'll make you think. You'll understand what red right returning may mean if you go out there in the coastal waters, which even gets more confusing when you start talking about um, the buoys and um, your uh, – your big, your big day markers. Those people sometimes don't understand what they are. You just think you have to line them up, and that's not exactly how it works. Um, but again, just getting a basic knowledge out there for folks so that they would be safer on our waters is not a bad idea. It's a good idea, and the Senate's passed it now twice, um, and it's now um, moved into uh, on the House side. So, you know, we have a lot of interest in this bill, and Morgan's been really working really hard. To talk to legislators and um, and her local folks, and to also people who are questioning what the bill's about. Uh, so, Morgan, tell us a little bit more about um, what's going on right now. I'll let you kind of describe where it is and where you want it to be. Right now, it's gone through the Senate and it's in the House Judiciary Committee. So, we really need to reach out to the members of the House Judiciary Committee to try to get them to push the bill through their subcommittee and committee and get it to the floor so we can have a hearing. Um, and I also want to mention that, you know, we're one of the last states to do this. All of the states that are around us already have this bill in place. And statistics show that as the death counts, when this legislation goes into effect, the death counts go down significantly, and then the boat sales go up. And I've even run it past, this, like, the census for the state at the same time. And the census does rise, but it doesn't rise by as much as the boat sales rise. So this legislation actually helps everybody because everybody's safer and more comfortable in the waterway. But, I Absolutely. Mean, yeah, the most important thing we can do is reach out to our our House members right now, because the Senate has already passed it through. That's an excellent point. And, you know, 
it's again, it's about as I've told Morgan over and over again. The most important thing about this bill, when you're talking to folks, is to explain what it does and then what it doesn't do. Because so many people get upset when they hear you're going to have to do, they're going to require something of you. And it doesn't require anything of a person that's 30 or 40 years old, even though our accidents, 64% of them involve operators that are 31 years of age or older. But this, the way this bill is written, it will slowly, kind of slowly take effect. As she said, it's a slow move in because it affects people that are not 16. And then from then on, they'll be required to take it if you know, they weren't born before 2007. So that'll, it, it will take years to get a public that is educated, but it is a, it, it is absolutely positive in that we will get our public educated. Um, and DNR is absolutely committed to this. Um, if this bill passes to making sure that education is available, our classes are available uh, in the classroom. They're free. Mm-hmm. They're also available online. The online classes do cost some money because we have a third-party vendor that runs that, keeps it up to date, keeps it fresh, keeps the graphics good. Um, so you have to pay for that, and, and but you can also take that class online. You can take it pay as you go, and, and, and you know basically take your time. And if you you know want to do one chapter tonight, you can stop. You can do half a chapter. Come back, and it'll put you back where you stopped. Um, so it's really a, a, a very um, easy way to take the class that's based on your own time. So yeah, there are that's something we're positive about. Oh, sorry. Yes, there are, are free classes. Yep. There, there are free classes, and there are classes that you can pay for that will actually take you out on the water. There are. So we've got a really good partnership with the Coast Guard Auxiliary, mm-hmm. and they teach family classes, which is really fun, um, where families go in, mom, dad, sometimes grandma, granddad, son, daughter, and grandchildren go to the class, and their classes are like $30 a family or $20 a family. just depends. Um but we've partnered with them and really increased our boating class participation across the state. About right now, you know, a total, it's about 5,600 people took classes last year. Um, and it's, it's interesting. Over the last few years, it's become kind of, it used to be predominantly online in boating, but now, because boating was online before Hunter Ed, but now because of what the partnership we're doing, the Coast Guard Auxiliary and I, Really appreciate uh, all that they have done to help us spread our class availability out with our instructors as well. It's about half and half now. So it's almost 26, 20, I mean, 27, 2800 each. Um, so it's kind of even, like uh, 51%, 49%. It's so pretty, pretty even, uh, which I'm proud of because that means that we're, we're giving people a lots of opportunity to find a course and take it. Um, again, it's a good experience. It's about a six. It's a six to eight hour course. It's not that much of your day, um, but there's a lot, so much you can learn on the basics of boating. Just again, to have a little bit of knowledge before you go out there um, is so much better than to not have it. Because again, on the road, as Morgan's pointed out, good points. When you get on the road, if you didn't know how to drive, you know there's a roadway. You don't drive off the road. You stay on the road. You've got a stoplight, stop signs. Well, none of that's on the water. Um, so when we talk about rules of the road, right-of-way, 
we talk about those three primary causes of accidents, failure to maintain proper lookout, how you maintain a proper lookout, operator inattention, why you should stay attentive when you're out there boating for your sake and the sake of your family and others' families. Operator inexperience is a big one that boater education absolutely addresses because we're giving you knowledge and information to help it where you won't be inexperienced. Now, of course, like more said on the water, you need on the water um, experience. It takes time, but that basic book sense and some of those rules of the road are good to know before you get out there. So I can't sell boater education enough. Um, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna quit talking a little bit, Morgan. If your mom wants to say something, I want to give her an opportunity to say something as well. I think she's a little bit nervous to speak on radio. That's okay. Live, so That's okay. At me, but I've got you where you're really good at it. So I don't know. I think I choked at the beginning of this, but I mean, I just I want to be here because I support y'all so much and I just respect y'all so much. And this boating safety bill, it's so important for everybody. Nobody wants different. Nobody wants to see what what I thought. Like no one wants to have that happen. You don't want to lose your loved one. And you still, I mean. And at the same time, we're trying to be reasonable about it. We don't want to take away anybody's fun. Like my dad, he loved the boat. He loved going on the waterways. I would never want to take that from him. But I do want to make it safer for everybody. Not me. I mean, we all want to make it safer for everybody. We just want people to know what they're doing when they go out there so that we don't have to worry so much about our loved ones being safe. And statistics have proven that in other states when this bill goes through, it does save people's lives. It saves drastically. In Alabama, 40 lives at least a year are being saved. And boat sales have gone up because it's safer out there. People feel more safe. They feel more comfortable with their family out there. So it's, it's really good for everybody. And we're all just trying to make a very reasonable approach to this. Nobody's trying to take anybody's liberties. No one's trying to take anybody's freedoms. We're actually trying to give y'all freedoms. We're trying to give everybody the, the freedom of having their loved ones come home because if this bill would have been around before, Maybe my dad would be alive. Maybe my mom would still have her leg, you know, and countless other people who have been lost. So I think this is a bill for everybody, and everybody should support it because, they should, I mean, they should take ownership in it. It's for everyone else. It's not for us, really. I don't well, know you've, done a, you've done a great job. You've done a great job um, speaking what I know is, uh, is on your heart. I want to ask this question one more time before we get off the show tonight. You've kind of answered it, but I want to give you just, I want to specifically ask you this. What would you say to someone that says, why do I need voter education? I would say you need education to be a bartender. I mean, the reason why you need voters education is because there's, there's no way when you go out on the water, there's no stop sign. There's, there's just nothing telling you what to do. Nobody really knows what they're doing. Plus, when alcohol gets involved in the sun, you know, I mean, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm choking. I don't know how to answer the no. question. The reason you need no, it's okay. is no, because you're doing a good job. It will help you. You have to be educated to drive on the road, and cars are big, dangerous things that can kill you. Boats are the same. It's so a horrible, horrible way to. It's just horrible when you get hit by a boat, and if you have the education. You know what you're doing. It just prevents statistics, man. If you know what you're doing out there, it helps. I, can you answer the question? I'm choking. We no, all know how much I care about this. No, you're doing really good. So 
the things that you've said are all true, and I want it to come from you because as a boater, as someone who enjoys the lake, and as someone who has also experienced tragedy, I think your voice and your thoughts are so much more important than mine. I'm an officer. I've been one for 25 years. I've seen plenty of hard things, no doubt about it. But people can use that. So, well, he's an officer. He's just going to talk about all the bad stuff he's seen. Well, you're a young person that grew up in this area. You grew up in Columbia, on the lake. You loved it. Um, you've had mm-hmm. a lot of fun on the lake. But you've also seen, unfortunately, what happens when things go wrong. And so I think you're, you're way more powerful than you ever give yourself credit. I always tell you that. Um, your voice is so strong, and you have such a passion for this. One of the things you said that I want to reiterate, though, is talking about the rules of the road on the water versus uh, um, driving a car. When you drive a car and you see something go wrong, everybody knows hit the brake. It doesn't matter how old you are. There's a brake. You got a gas pedal and a brake. On a boat, there's not a brake. Um, you know, people will say, well, wait a minute. They've got, they've got little brakes on the uh, P- PWCs, on jet skis. No, they really don't. Hmm. They've got little fins that come out that slow you down somewhat, but they're not brakes, and you still lose steerage. And that's another thing we talk about in class. When, you know, every boat's different, and if you're using a boat powered by jet propulsion, when that motor cuts off or when you let go of the throttle, you lose steerage. No matter what they've added to it, it still doesn't steer the same, and a lot of our accidents occur with PWCs, jet skis, because people don't understand that. Because as we've all talked about, we're driving that car down the road and a deer runs out. First thing you do is hit the brake. Or if a wall comes up, you're going to do what? You're going to hit the brake. So we're trained to hit the brake. So when we get on the water, what do we do? We try to hit the brake. We let off the gas pedal and we hit the brake. Well, guess what? We let off the gas pedal, but there ain't no brake. (laughs) So that's a problem. And that's one of the things that you you try to teach in Butter Ed and help people understand. But that's also inherently what makes boating sometimes it's a problem because we just we're so used to hitting a break and there's just not breaks out there. So not to hammer on that point too much, but it's a great point you made. I wanna bring that up again and just talk about it because that is something to think about. And when it comes to jet skis and they're so popular because they're 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 less expensive than a lot of other boats. So people love to get on them and you can have a lot of fun on one. You can pull people skiing. You can do all kinds of things on a jet ski. And make them so big now that they go 70 miles an hour. And they will go 70 miles an hour and giddy up and go pretty fast. Um, So it's, you know, you need to know how to operate that. And so those are things you you try to teach in class, uh, you know, so that folks can, again, have that basic knowledge before they go out there. So, yes, this bill has not passed yet. It's through the Senate. We've had a lot of sponsors. Senator Camps is a big sponsor of this bill, uh, moving it now, and it's passed through the Senate fairly easily once again. It's the second year it's gone through it. And now it's to the House side. So, you know, folks that are in favor of this bill, we certainly encourage you to talk to uh, your local legislator. Tell them how you feel about the bill. If there's something you want, let them know that, uh, because the more support, the more positive an outcome we'll see with this. I know Morgan and her family are very passionate about it. They're going to be down there talking to their legislator and everybody they can get to stop and talk to her for a minute because she's done really good at that for the last several years. And I applaud what she's done 
and her mom supported her 100%. So we appreciate all your hard work, Morgan, on that. And, uh, again, no matter how many times you think you do bad, you do great. Hmm. So thank you for tonight. Thank you so much. We have so much respect for you all and appreciate you so much. And thank you so much for everything that you're doing. And I also want to – I just want to thank Senator Kempson, Senator Davis, Senator McLevine, Senator Cromer, and Senator Kempson, and Senator Hutto so much for their support. Glad to see it. Major? Well, Phil, sounds like we're about to get into the end of the show. So, again, thank you, Morgan, for being a part tonight. If you support that voting safety bill, talk to your local legislator. Phil, another great night on the SC Wild. Yes, sir, Major. Great job. Morgan, thank you so much. Best to you and your, your mom and the rest of your family. And thank you, Major. Have a great night, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow.